I mean, this is a sport that's on the precipice of irrelevance. The games are taking over three and a half hours. Playoff games are taking over four hours. Game's too long, too slow, who cares? This is a situation where baseball's in trouble to begin with. The MLB is officially dead. Baseball is dead. Sure fuck it is. <laughs> is that the piece? Is is that the the cardboard cutout from the COVID thing, or do you just did you just have that made? Uh, this was actually made during COVID. I don't mm-hmm. think it made its way out into the public until okay. later. So there was a different one used, but uh, yeah, no, this is this is it. Okay, and yep. this is just something that you're gonna are you gonna like you should like auction that off. Are you gonna keep it? Is it sentimental to you? Uh, you know what, Jared? I actually have two of them. And okay. yeah, I could probably auction one of those off. Yeah. yeah. I would say that I would just like, I would, I would buy it off of you via charitable donation, but I, I feel like I already have enough Dallas Braden memorabilia in my house now. <laughs> you it's think, not well, funny. I mean, some is, some <laughs> is more family centric and some is more sports centric. You know? <laughs> I am going to put it right in my living room, by the way. Uh, I got to tell you, I'm I am thrilled with how it turned out. Looks Absolutely great. thrilled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks yeah. really good. I'm gonna put it right in the living room. It looks good. Like it, the size of the the framed photograph, uh, it's the perfect size for like a space on the wall in the living room. So love that. That's where it's gonna go. People are gonna come in. They're gonna be like, "Who's that?" Like all the people that have like come in and out of the house, like the contractors. Like the the dude that's like doing carpet, the dude that's doing the floor, they all come in. They're like, "Is that the guy?" He's like, "No, no, no, that that's his buddy." And they're like, "Oh, who are the girls?" That's his mom and his sister. I'm like, "Oh <laughs> shit!" <laughs> oh shit! I love it. Yeah, good. So it's 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 having its desired effect. It's a conversation. It's right? having its desired effect. <laughs> No, that's not that. I was Jesus. not supposed to say that out loud. It was. You the, sound like the fucking anthrax guy. <laughs> Damn. Well, I'm just. I. I. I wanted. I wanted folks to be able to come over and because mm-hmm. you know maybe it's not something you lead with. You know our our relationship, but I, I yeah. wanted folks to know that I care about you. I care about your family, and you mm-hmm. might downplay my central role in the family unit, and I didn't want that to be the the case. Right. That's all. I did see uh, someone on our, I think it was our last episode, they commented on the YouTube channel. They were like, I decided to give this podcast a shot. First 15 minutes, they're not even talking about baseball. I'm like, bro, get used to it. That's how we start the show. Like, we're just gonna, we're gonna start the show. We check in with, we don't, I mean, yeah. you know, Dallas has a family. Joey's got a family. Jake is a very busy guy. Like, you know, we don't get to talk a lot during the week. So the first 15 minutes of the show is usually a lot of like catching up, like seeing what's going on. And then we get into the baseball. Plus, you also have to Christmas. consider it's fucking January 4th. There's nothing really going on right now. So I, it, it might be more than 15 minutes today before we talk about baseball. <laughs> yeah. All, all the yeah the biggest storyline, as you said earlier, is shit that hasn't happened. Yeah. The news not- is the thing that hasn't happened. Yeah, that's the news that it hasn't happened yet. So that's the top the f- story. Yeah, y- you know what I'd like to ask? Uh, did you have any New Year's plans that you thought were just going to be super great, fantastic? This is going to kick ass. 
and then then it didn't happen? Were you disappointed with your New Year's? Were you pleased with your New Year's? Because I, I I'm going to share my New Year's. Okay, and and I couldn't feel better about it. Uh, my, I moved on New Year's Eve. That's just stupid. Ah, what I mean, it, what? I mean, that that I, that was the day that they had available, and I was like, all right, I'll take it. I, if you move it, or the move started at like eight o'clock in the morning. Oh, okay. like, oh, that's that's a crazy day to move. New Year's Eve, blah blah blah. I was like, it was eight a.m. Who the fuck is celebrating the New Year at eight a.m.? Yeah, no. If you're trying yeah. to if you're trying to put shit in place and moving boxes and lugging shit around, care. come like seven or eight o'clock at night. Like that's the grind. Like I, I should be many many beverages deep. I'm, I'm not. I'll be honest, Jared. By mm-hmm. ten a.m. on New Year's, I, I probably I, I wasn't going to be able to pass any sort of field sobriety test. There's no, no chance. No. So that's yeah. Early on, fucking go for it. Bang that drum. But so yeah, maybe you guys can relate to this. I know there's probably a bunch of people listening that can relate to this. I don't really give a fuck about New Year's Eve because, and this is going to sound like I'm trying, th- this is going to almost sound like hardo yeah, or you're hard-o. cliche. You're, you're too cool for it. Yeah, for sure. No, for sure. that's not cool it at all. It. That's not <laughs> oh, it at all. More. Tell nope. us more. New Year's Day for me is opening day. Like my my new year, like I don't acknowledge 2023 until the season starts. So my season, my years are seven months. And then the the time in between is purgatory. <laughs> like the second that the World Series is over, I have the feeling that I used to have as a kid of like that, like finality of the year is over. Like you watch the ball come down. Three, it's two, the last, one. It's the last Christmas present effect. Christmas is yeah. over. Like the last ribbon that gets cut, the last package that gets ripped, and you see what it is, then it's fucking over. It's yeah. done. Like when I, you're a kid, right? It's toast. I say goodbye to the year once the parade Final is pitch. over. For whoever yeah, World Series over, parade's over. That's the conclusion to my year. And then it's not like I don't get that breath of fresh air that like that <gasps> ah, like I'm in the new year. I don't get that until I show up at Fenway Park on opening day. You see the familiar faces, all the people that, you know, the servers, the ticket takers, the security people, uh, all the ushers. That's that's when I feel the sense of it's a new year. Well, and that may s- sound cliche or lame to some people, but that's I'm not even I'm not I'm not bullshitting you. That's how I feel. So New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, I couldn't give a fuck. OK, so then so yeah. let's uh, <clears throat> we're going to uh, starting a new segment here. What's your groundhog? OK, and. and- and that's your that's your groundhog or no is is it is a groundhog yeah well, punks tony phil when this the is like hide the weasel the fuck what uh not really okay um so what is your signal for the seasons changing and that right there as you just so eloquently laid out is your signal that the seasons have changed or that the year has started for me yeah. it's the influx of social media workout posts oh boy like that's that's when you know because it's it's mild ramp up time right now. Like right now, you're you've got some of the guys who like I would call them the four or five a.m. crew, right? These are the guys who get up early in the off season and they're getting their work in. They've got multiple workouts I would assume throughout the day. That's why you get up early in the morning to get that work in. Is because you're going to be doing this three times today. So that right there is the signal but right now it's just that small number of folks who are milling about posting their shit but you're gonna get to a point where it's almost like fomo like oh fuck i haven't posted 
I haven't posted my lunges today. Or I, mm. I, I did the fucking cone drill. Did we get that up? Is my did, did has my story hit yet? Does everybody know that I did the cone drill today? Like that's that's when I know. I'm like, yep, we're getting here. Oh, we're getting here. And that's when I'll break out the catcher's mask. Then I'll break out the the scully. Then I'll the set koozie. that up by the set that up by the hot tub and get ready and just kind of watch and wait because it's it's waiting for me. Put me on pitchers and catchers season. Mm-hmm. Good morning. It's coming. Mm. So that's that's is there that's mine. Is there any player that you think like just doesn't do anything at all until spring training? Definitely. Um, like, like, like back in the day, like where they're like, look, I legit no, now, no, no. What I'm saying is like how back in the day they were working, they had shit that they had to do to feed their families because baseball wasn't a means to an end for some guys, you know, the milkmen, the blah, blah, blah. And <clears throat> then they're like, they just come off the assembly line into spring training. Like, is that happening today? No, I got to believe somebody at the bare minimum is getting a fucking tired crunch fitness workout in or, you know, they're they're doing something at Planet Fitness or I, I don't know. I got to believe they're getting a bad band workout or some kind of just terrible ab something somewhere. Because, like, if you're not, then I mean, yeah, I got to believe you're getting eaten alive. Not Not with today's game. Yeah, there's nobody. I don't know. I would be really interested to see if if we have that sort of savant amongst us. The physical savant who's like, dude, I can. Yeah, it's February. I'll just fucking give the shoulder. All right. And then it's fucking 95 from now until October. Like, I don't I don't know that that's happening. But that's why I said those guys that are grinding right now. Like, shit, I just saw a video and I love it. I'm so easily aroused by shit like this it's it's really frankly sad but you darvish <laughs> it's really hey, he's darvish. doing a bullpen oh yeah I, like i wanted i swear to god i stood up and walked around the island in my kitchen like three times it was just like fuck yes like i was talking out loud about you darvish throwing up i showed my wife i was like look at this hey I was like, you know, I was talking about you just got to keep like the reps, hey babe, the reps. Hey, babe, check out this fucking you Darvish bullpen. It's it's hey babe, it's fucking it's it's New Year's Day. Well, because I've got this fucking I've got this grappling dummy that is sitting on a chair in the corner in our bedroom. And it looks like a fucking full on. I mean, it is. It's a human being. I've stuffed it full of shit. He weighs 80 pounds and he's just sitting there with his arms up and his legs up. Right. Just kind of fucking standing there. And I was telling my wife, you know, she's like, can this fucking thing, can you get this out? I was like, no, no, because like, I'll wake up, I'll take a shower and I'll fucking spend 10 minutes just like doing little shit on this dummy and I'll put him away. And my, my wife's like, are you fucking, what are you doing, dude? And I'm like, reps, reps, baby, you got to get the reps in, got to get the reps in. And that's you Darvish. And that's what I was telling her. I was chasing her around the (laughs) island. She was like, she's like, is he, baseball doesn't start for like Four months, right? When I was like, he's getting the reps in. I was like, you he's don't get, have to get ready if you stay ready. Like, I went on this whole fucking, not rant, but it was just like, come on. How do you not appreciate this right now? Fucking get up. You want to go on a hike in the backyard? It's raining. She's like, no, it's fucking raining. I don't want to go on a hike, you idiot. Imagine, guess- imagine like getting in an all-out battle with your wife over you, Darvish, throwing a bullpen in January. <laughs> well, she just didn't want to see it. Like, I'm on no your part- side, by the way. I'm on your side. I mean, how do you not appreciate that? Like, I don't yeah. know what else she had going on in her day, 
but I would like to believe that watching you paint the fucking corners in January in a fucking downpour would light your fucking fire. It does. I mean, listen, the guy guy has a YouTube channel with millions of views, which is him pitching in his backyard. And shit. how many subscribers does he have? Million. Oh, it's hard to find it. It's all in Japanese. It's hard to find his channel. <laughs> I just searched you, Darvish, and nothing came up. Probably just throwing you, Darvish, you, like a YU, huh? <laughs> yeah, you, Darvish. <laughs> oh, if he's got five hundred and seventy-four thousand subscribers, well, that'd be more. No, but he hasn't posted. He hasn't posted that much. Posted three times the past year. When he first, when he first came over, balls. he was making fucking cake on that YouTube channel. Probably still is, but just. Yeah, he's just talking to the camera. So, Joey, New Year's did, did did New Year's did New Year's go well? Did we want to skip that and get right into what gets you going? What's your season? How does how does your season start? When do you know the season is starting? I would say New Year's for me is New Year's, and opening day is opening day. That's <laughs> fucking deep, dude. <laughs> I, I never thought of that thought of it like that. I wouldn't say. I would say spring has sprung. Okay. Is when baseball starts, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say that's New Year's. That's kind of weird. Because then what's spring training to you? Uh that's like the warm up for the new year. So that's like what? It's like we're getting Christmas. We're getting the new year going. Yeah, I told like, you like extended the, the time, time in between is purgatory for me. I've never really been a big fan of New Year's either, I, to be honest with you. I tell you what I really gets me like, is the week the week after Christmas in between the new like because I'm a big, like, I love starting shit, you know, like certain days, certain, like, just routine-oriented, routine-based, and having a definitive start, stop, being able to track stuff. So, like, starting something on a random fucking Tuesday just doesn't work for me. Starting something on a random Thursday doesn't work for me. And I like to start, th- and if, if you don't have that, like, all right, because you know everybody's not doing anything. Nobody's doing anything during that time. Like It's, yeah, it's annoying. It's like, hey... Do you want to do business? Nah, I'm just gonna kind of chill here and not do anything. Okay, is it, like is that how everybody? And it feels like everybody is, for better or worse, kind of somewhere on that line of just not doing shit. So, I, I like when the new week yeah. in the new year starts. But yeah, give me those, give me those bad social media workout posts, and let me know that we're right around the corner. What about Ronald Acuna hitting fucking bombs? Yeah, in a freaking. I don't even know how to explain it. Uh, Sunday a league, just a men's with, league? Or? With grass. <laughs> a parking lot with grass against some 15-year-olds with no helmet on. And just being yeah, that's fucked up, dude. Fuck. The funniest thing, I don't know, it's hilarious, but it also is like kind of a dick move. <laughs> He's hitting this fucking 12-year-old and then just throwing it in his Why face. is that a dick move? Why is it not cool to hit home runs <laughs> off of teenagers? No, it is so fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but if you look at it, like so I could see it with some people, like that's kind of rude. Like, and it's not that big of a deal that you hit that home run. That's like, probably you really, like, like, that, like the best moment of that kid's life. Absolutely. Like, if you're a fourteen year old and you give up a four fifty tank to Ronald Acuna Jr., like that's a core memory for the rest of your yeah, life. Yeah, and let me and if you think that little fucker. Isn't going to dance all over Acuna's grave should he punch him out? Oh, yeah. Uh, there's going to be a fucking parade. We've all been there. Yeah. A parade. <laughs> <laughs> We've uh, all been there. <clears throat> those are my favorite videos to watch. Jared getting struck out by a 10-year-old. 
That's never happened, though. It's because Jared didn't want to let it happen. Jared refused. <laughs> they weren't ten. They were eighteen. They were eighteen. They were like six foot five, adolescent two thirty, and they they threw like ninety eight miles an hour. Like Dallas will phrase it as like, oh yeah, he didn't want to face high school kids. It's like these were these bats. were like the Those top high school pitchers in the country. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, dude, they're just high schoolers. It's fine. They were throwing fuzzballs. You can't see it. You can just hear it. No thanks, Jared. Just not. How do you, how, how are you going to grow the game? By staying alive. <laughs> staying the fuck out of the way. Yeah, staying out of the box <laughs> against high school kids that throw ninety eight miles an hour. Like, I I, is, I don't want baseball. That. Is baseball the easiest sport to? Uh, how do I want to phrase this? I don't know where this uh, is going, but I'm already going to say no. Hardest sport, actually. Uh, no, mm-hmm. like, say you know how to play this sport. And I, I'm not saying that, like, you're just pulling a rando off the street who's never played catch or hasn't played catch since they were eight. No. Let's say <clears throat> lowest level of skill set would be high school baseball player. Okay. You played high school baseball your senior year. Just like you played on the basketball team, just like you played on the football team, just like you played tennis, whatever. What would be the most difficult sport to enter into at the highest level and have like any sort of success or impact? Like how we talk, you're like, hey, if you gave if you gave your buddy Joe down at the bar the ball ten times, is he gaining five yards in the NFL? If he no, gets ten, but, if he gets ten minutes, how many points? How many boards? Like it's like more intricate than that because, like, like as a running back, you can't just never play and then be like, "Hey, go in the NFL and gain five yards." But you can be a fat fucking slob and just drop someone into the NFL and they can block. Sure, but I'm, I'm, I'm this is come on, we're, we're going. <laughs> like I'm just saying, here. like I'm, I, I'm breaking it down an extra layer. Like, could you take an average Joe and plop them in the NFL and could they be uh, effective? Yes. It depends on what position we're talking about, but yes. Well, I don't think I that there's the a position back, in back. baseball that you could just do that with. Pinch runner. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But like, that's not even like a position. Like, that's not even like, like people, you won't even start Draw talking Dyson. about. Draw Dyson has a ring that says different. But that's what I'm saying is like, you won't start talking about. This roster spot is a is designated for our pinch runner until they're talking playoff roster. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's why I said what's what's easy because, like, uh, like I'm thinking about a guy who, like, I don't know the the local legend who hit 600 his senior year, right, and then fizzled out because he had a kid or whatever, and shit just didn't go his way. And now you're like, all right, buddy, you're getting you're getting 350 at bats this season. I don't know what you would, you know, put it in in game form or all right. Yeah, you cuz I, I got him going 0 for 4 with four punchies if it's just one game. Um or maybe he fucking runs into one and hits a it's a linea somewhere. But so I asked what would be what would be the easiest sport to just jump right into having completed oh. your senior year of high school in this sport. I'll be honest, all sports are hard. Uh but golf. You think so? 
I mean, you've got fucking 87 year olds out there playing golf. Like, I'm not saying it's not hard. Golf is a hard game, but for the, for, in terms of being able to be an average Joe into being able to like maybe play professionally, golf has to be the easiest. Not saying it's easy, but it's the least difficult. Oh, man. See, I, I just like if, if there's, if there's a, if there's two groups behind me waiting or another group at the tee box waiting for me to tee off, I'm like, hey, can you fucking guys turn your head or something? Can you not look at me? I'm awfully nervous right now. I'm a fucking wreck. And then you start lighting Dude. people up on the fairway, left side, right. Like I got no, I'm shooting a thousand today. There's no way any of you are safe. I, I, well, that, you weren't ever a high school legend. That's why. That's, that's, that's a good point, Joe. But. I got a theoretical for you guys. Oh, this is what I was thinking a about theoretical. The other day. Do you mean hypothetical? Theoretical. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Well, I have both. Which one do you want? Uh, whatever your heart desires. All right. Well, hypothetically, it's a one. It's a baseball team. Okay. Twenty-six man roster. Yep. First, a professional football team. Okay. I don't know how many people are on a football 53. team, but it's a lot more. So they and it's the fight to the death. But the baseball players get their equipment, and so the, so they have bats. The hitters have bats, and the pitchers have baseballs, so they can snipe. And the football players just have you know pads, I guess. <laughs> Who wins? The football players by a landslide. Also with bats. Yes, twenty six yeah. dudes with bats versus fifty three dudes that are on HGH, and the public doesn't seem to care because it's not baseball. Can and we talk about that for a second? There's a couple different night gear they have their their fucking knight in shining armors joey jesus yeah. christ yeah that's true the pads give the it, the it pads. that's great i mean the, the baseball players are wearing fucking 98 and 101 to right to the flesh and just taking it 90 feet down to first and fucking keeping it moving you mean to tell me that that bouncing off a thigh pad is gonna all of a sudden <laughs> just disable somebody <laughs> that's not happening no that's gonna be fucking just thrust off no big deal and yeah, those those boys from the gridiron ain't foxing around. Did you see that Randy Johnson, the story about Randy Johnson in the bag of baseballs? Yeah, he killed a bird. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> Randy Johnson kept a bag of baseballs oh, by, yeah, by his, his bed. bed. Yeah, just in uh-huh. case there was intruder, like he would just fucking chuck ninety seven at their head. See, do you believe that though? I believe it. I don't. I I don't know that he would have. In a moment of panic, like you're laying in bed and someone breaks into your house, are you like, oh, fuck, where are the baseballs? Like, I, I, I feel like that's not the first thought yeah. that comes to no. mind. And I'm going to tell you right now, and I, look, I'm not Randy Johnson, really, really far from it. I know if you squint and look at our baseball reference pages kind of close, you'd be mixed up. But I'm here to tell you, we're not the same. I'll say this. I can't imagine any starting pitcher any pitcher frankly wanting to wake up in the middle of an offseason and let one eat fucking max effort at like 2:30 in the morning nope no uh uh-uh. cuz i'm going to be throwing this ball my wrist my elbow and my shoulder and my lat all of that's coming at you and it's going to be at about 7 miles an hour cuz everything's going to fucking tear everything's going to rip off nothing is going to hurt on him it's all going to hurt on me yeah that would be a sad way to go out <laughs> like 
the they they run the autopsy on Dallas and it's like, oh, there was a there was a home invasion. What happened? Uh, he fucking he threw his arm out of his socket and bled to death. Yeah. yeah. Well, what happens is I end up throwing it and my arm just spirals and then wraps around my own fucking throat and I probably strangle myself because I can't I can't get off the fucking. It's just a bad bad yeah. scene. Yeah, dude's just like, dude. I was just, I was just gonna take your Shohei Otani rookie card. You didn't have to fucking, you didn't have to do all that. Oh, uh, you stand your ground, man. I guess stand, stand your ground. Yeah, would you. that be something though? You walk in like, like that's where you hope to God that that criminal or that person, whoever it is, is like, look, I, I have to share this story. Like, I gotta, <laughs> all right. Like, so I'm, I'm walking into this bedroom, right? And I've got. I've got this box of watches in my hand, and all of a sudden, this this fucking shadow is like seven foot tall, stands up out of nowhere, and I hear like a rustling of a leather bag, and I'm thinking to myself, what the, what the fuck's going on? And all of a sudden, this guy stands up, and I, I see him go through a windup, and I see a leg kick, and all of a sudden, I got I got Rawlings imprinted on the side of my fucking ribcage. I didn't... I had no idea what happened. Randy Johnson threw a bullpen at me in his fucking bedroom. Do what do you think? What do you think? Uh, let's just say that did happen. Randy Johnson has a bag of balls next to his bed. There was a uh, an intruder in his home, and he subdued the intruder by throwing ninety seven <laughs> mile an hour fastballs. Like just say ten of them, and then the cops came. And they arrested this man unconscious. How much in in an auction do you think a oh. Randy Johnson home oh. intruder baseball would go for? Oh, Jared, I got I got a thousand dollars minimum for each and every one of those balls. Just a thousand? So no, I said minimum for each and every one of those balls. So that's ten thousand dollars minimum that I'm willing to that's, come to the table with, I, just to I, start the conversation. I, I don't. Even, I think the conversation starts at 25k per baseball. Oh, per that's like baseball? one of the, that would be one of the most legendary. Holy fuck. The, well, like that's know, like I the know. starting bid. Well, now I need to know which role these balls played. Like, all right, am I getting ball three? Like, was ball three <laughs> off the knee and that dropped him? Or was ball seven the one that was the esophagus? Is that the one that fucking did it? Like, I want to. Like, I want that one you know what this is like an authenticator in his closet like oh this was the one that tore his larynx (laughs) yeah that that sounded that didn't sound good that sounded like that may have been the one there we're gonna need that one (laughs) yeah i i would pay i would pay a decent amount of money for a randy johnson game used home intruder baseball Yeah, yeah because see like if you had if you had seven of them that that's fucking awesome i would like i'd be like you know what though you see what this is this is right here PSA graded 10. This is the one that hit the fucking temple right here. This one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you think he'd you sign the it? The little hair right here? Yeah. No, he's not signing it. I mean, the guy was like, I don't know. I don't know. Distraught I, over the bird thing. Like, no, he was like, I can't. no, no, <laughs> no. Because no. the, bird, the bird didn't do any harm. Like, this is someone that was trying to cause him harm. And I think, I think if Randy Johnson had a home intruder that he, 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 subdued with baseballs and the baseballs went to auction that he would be happy to sign them. I could see 25k a pop for the ball if it came with a photograph taken by Randy Johnson of the crime scene. Now I'm fucking in. 
<laughs> just the dead guy. Now, now I'm in. Well, we don't know that he's dead. Maybe he's dead. Maybe he's just incapacitated. Well, if he's going to be worth 25K, I hope it's. Yeah, you're probably right, Joe. There's, you know, yeah. the kill shot ball. Yeah. There's got to be some wow. mortality there. I wonder how many it would take to get in the head to just die. One. Yeah, one. But, you know, one well placed baseball will do it. <laughs> one with no helmet. Yeah, with no one. helmet. I think thirty I think... feet away. How far away could we possibly be? If you're breaking into my house and I'm hitting you, we're fifteen feet away, maybe. Right? You're coming through a. I don't know. Depends on where. Like where? Where am I squaring up? Like if, <laughs> if I'm Randy, reaching... if Randy Johnson is fifteen feet away from you. He can, he can still slap, slap you. you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, what I was, what I was gonna say, Jared, when you talked about him breaking into the room, I was like, or he could just get up out of bed and fucking choke you <laughs> from the bed, like he's yeah. just right there. So like he's a minimum. And look, okay, let's say Randy Johnson's sleeping in an Alaskan king, where these things mm-hmm. are twice as big as the California kings. So yeah. you've probably got fifteen feet from the top of that bed to the bottom of that bed. And coming through a doorway at another, I don't know, 30 or 40 feet. So you might, who knows? Shit, this might be game speed for Randy Johnson. He might be 60 feet six away, still dotting that ass. Dotting that ass. <laughs> and if you ain't 60 feet six away, you better pray to God you're more. Because anything closer, like like we just told you, Randy could just fucking flick you. Bing! Is the state of Alaska really that much bigger than California? Yep. It's bigger than California, Texas, and Nevada combined. Combined? Where did you just pull that fact out of? Did you make that up? <laughs> I watched a video recently about it. I think it was those three states. I could be completely wrong. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Anyway. <laughs> Here's another fun fact. Mm-hmm. Anchorage, Alaska. They have an airport. Mm-hmm. Third busiest airport in the world. No, that can't be true. It's true. 100% a fact. Where yeah, where true. are they yep. where are they connecting to? Where do shout you shout out to the uh shout anywhere. out yeah, shout out to the Great Alaskan Bush Company, which was a fine fine gentleman's establishment uh <laughs> that we patronized when I was touring the Alaska League. Hammer in the Anchorage Bucks. Mm-hmm. Where That's wait, right. Where if you fly into Anchorage, where do you go Seaplane. from there? Kodiak no it's like it's because it's like i don't know like it's like seven hours away from anywhere in the world anchorage and like yeah Yeah. but people don't go there it's like for cargo planes so if they're gonna ship like stuff and they have to refuel they just go to anchorage and then they're from anchorage they can go from anywhere it's like the perfect position if you want to go to japan to like i don't know the u.s you just stop in your anchorage you want to go to japan i'm a big hawaii guy like the layover in hawaii from Japan. <laughs> that's, I'm, that's, I'm being serious. Hey, this doesn't make sense to you, Jared. This is obvious stuff. <laughs> I Duh. guess. If you look at, if you look at a globe, <laughs> it might connect. It might connect. Like, apparently, this is what I watched on the YouTube video. It's like seven hours plane to get to Anchorage, Alaska from New York. That can't be true. It can't be true, but that's what I saw. So, Fuck you. <laughs> well, think, think about how, how long the walk must have been back in the day. Oh, buddy. Hey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's so good they made planes because now they don't have to walk to Anchorage. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, check it out. I'm going to check it out. We should go to the Alaskan League. Let's go back to the Alaskan League. Yeah, Dallas. Do you still have any uh, former coaches that are there? 
they uh in they the last freeze week? to death yeah no 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 the uh no those those co- i mean i i don't think there's any of the same coaches that are still there from when i played a lot of night games i'm assuming um no a ton of day games and i mean there were yeah there were night games but what what, what was really cool is the the midnight madness game so you play the bucks in anchorage and the game starts at midnight because it's twilight it's daylight don't they only have like four hours of sunlight a day not in summertime my friend it's the other way around it's you got about you got about two to four maybe five hours of of twilight which is as dark as it gets so dusk or sunrise that's about as dark as it's getting all night long every day for six months so we start games we started a game at midnight which is awesome how'd you do in it uh in that game i believe i was three for four two doubles i did not pitch that game (laughs) whoa i absolutely fucking raked could you imagine you know what would have been fucking terrible Dropped if, a fucking massive homer left on left Woody against a kid from fucking Purdue or whatever. Like they were <sighs> blowing this kid big time. And I went up there. I was pitching against him too. Went up there. Fucking waxed a fucking heater. Crushed. They're like, who the fuck is this little fuck? And you know what would have been terrible is if Dallas actually made it to the big leagues as a two-way player. And then for the first few years of Shohei Otani's career that we they kept having to mention Dallas in the same <laughs> sentence as Shohei. <laughs> like Shohei Otani, the first two way player since Dallas Braden oh, to do God. X. Anything. <laughs> anything to punch out five times as a hitter and yeah. not make it out of the first inning. Yeah, yeah. All good. And I would have let you fucking know about it too. Mm. Do you ever think of that now? Like if you were if you had the same skill or ability that you had as as a player, but you were like 18 right now, just like a senior in high school. Do you think that seeing Shohei Otani play would have motivated you to be like, I can do this? A million percent. A million percent. I, I still, to this day, joke about the conversations that were had about me as a player in, when I was in junior college with our scouting director. Billy Owens, Billy O, the just one of the fucking baddest dudes in baseball, one of the most brilliant baseball minds that you will ever, ever, ever come across. And that's just not from a game strategy standpoint, understanding, uh, just understanding body movement, positioning, just the nuance from every position. Like Billy O is the fucking man, is the man. Um, but like there was interest like mild interest as a position player after my freshman year in junior college. Um, but my grades signability, blah, 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 blah. And then things started to pan out for me as a pitcher. But I always tell Billy, like, Billy, do you understand what you could have had on your hands? Do you realize, do you realize what was waiting for you? And when Shohei started to pop off and do all that, I trust me, I was really like pedal to the metal. Like you got, we missed out, Billy. We missed out. You castrated my, you castrated my future. You know, we just laughed because there was no fucking chance that was happening. But absolutely, absolutely, Jared, for sure. I, I talk about, you know, being at that draft when um, 
Hunter Green and Brendan McKay were both drafted. And there were some serious conversations about the potential two-way or the, yeah, the two-way potential for both of those guys. Hunter Green, not as much as Brendan McKay, but imagine those dudes seeing what Shohei's doing right now at that point in their career. Like, yes, fuck yes, that would have motivated me. How does that not motivate you? If you're that dude and you're getting those looks in that spot and it's not just a, oh, he's our best option based on everyone else we have. No, you're a guy. You're a fucking middle of the order, Friday night guy in college, frontline starter in the big leagues, hitting three, hitting four, D8. Like, you're the dude. And if you're that guy on your high school team watching this guy do that at the big league level, if you don't see yourself in him, what do you see? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> you know what I see? Blue moon. See a bunch of blue moons. <clears throat> see a bunch of blue moons, baby. Frothy. Trades, free agency, roster cuts. Baseball season feels so far away, but excitement is already building. Blue Moon gives you a dose of ballpark nostalgia without being at the park. In fact, Blue Moon was born in a ballpark at the Sandlot Brewery in Denver, Colorado. Its bold flavor, bright explosion of color, and iconic orange slice ritual guarantees a -a one-of-a-kind beer experience year-round. We did a little dinner, New Year's Eve, went back to the house, had a toast. Some had wine. Some had champagne. You know what I reach for, Dallas? Tell me. Tell me An right now. Ice cold blue moon. Ooh. That's how I rung in the new year with a blue moon in my hand. From its refreshing flavor with Valencia orange peel for a subtle sweetness and hints of coriander, blue moon Belgian style wheat ale is a one of a kind beer that's made brighter. It's carefully crafted and full flavored with refreshing notes and a smooth, creamy finish. Why strike out with the same old beer when you can get something that's one of a kind? Best served with a signature orange garnish to showcase its beautiful hazy color. A beer this good only comes around once in a blue moon, but you can enjoy it all off-season long. Make winter weather feel like spring training. Blue Moon Belgian-style wheat ale is a one of a kind every time. Get Blue Moon delivered by visiting get.bluemoonbeer.com slash rocket to see your delivery options. That is get.bluemoonbeer.com slash rocket. Blue Moon made brighter. Celebrate responsibly. Blue Moon Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado Ale. That's right, Jared. It is champagne for your real friends, real pain for your sham friends, Mm. and Blue Moon for the boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Joey, would you... uh... What'd you do on New Year's Eve? Do you do you do have a New Year's Jack resolution? Shit. I don't have any anything. I didn't do anything. I stayed home and chilled, dude. Nothing. I didn't do anything. No party. I was working on my no end. ball drop uh, festivity. Nothing. I watched the Georgia game. I, I was with my I was with my bae. There you go. It was just a wonderful evening, bro. I was working on my ace hit piece. I was grinding yeah, all Christmas. We'll get to that. All New Year's, there was no partying. Nice and mild. Gifts. See, that's that's you're you're well on your way to fatherhood. That's well true. on your way. <laughs> well on your way, because that sounds very similar to my New Year's Eve. We uh, 
<clears throat> make sure to get the Australian ball drop and fireworks celebration. What? And yeah, yeah, we watched that. <laughs> Why? For the kids. For the kids, because oh. that's happening at like seven. So you want to right? lie well, to your children. Got it. Yeah, got we, it, got well, it. we do. All right, yep. That's how you thrive as a parent early on. Mm-hmm. Lying. And so <laughs> honesty. Um, yeah, they, they <laughs> celebrated at about seven, seven thirty ish, you know, do the poppers, bang some, some pots and pans and shit and mm-hmm. take it to the house. And, uh, I was, I was 10 toes up in the rack probably by 11, 11, 15. So you were, I, I, I was with you. I was, I was already in bed by the time like the ball dropped. Yeah, <laughs> I had. I, I, I got to be honest, this is such a, my wife was like, you do this every year. Every year you do this. Like I get to the nine o'clock hour and I get excited because I think I'm going to see the ball drop at nine, right? But they, they cut the fucking ball drop out over here, Jared, because we're on the West Coast. So I don't see the what? ball drop. Right. So I don't see the ball drop. And I was like. They just, when they went to commercial, they just went to, com- my wife was like, every fucking year you do this. And I was like, well, you know what? This year, this year is my tipping point. I'm over it. They didn't give me the ball drop at nine Pacific. I'm done. I'm done. I don't give a shit about this new year coming. So fuck it. Hmm. I feel like it's such a hack thing to say, but it is true. It's like the, like the ball drop is so dumb. It's not who likes the ball drop. Like no one likes that. Well, it's just a like no one a, likes that. It, no, but it's like there's not like you have to do it. Like everyone's like everyone feels like they have to do something on New Year's because it's New Year's and everyone's doing something. But then it ends up being like the worst time to do anything. Well, it, because, because like everyone's well, yes, doing shit because of the mat. Like hold on, can we get here? Show of hands. Who would ever voluntarily wear a diaper and go down in that fucking madness Mm-mm. that is Times Square? Yeah, never. No. So stupid. what sounds fun about that? Nothing. <laughs> Well, like there's zero, zero that sounds, especially if you don't have anything locked up as far as your date is concerned. Like if you don't have lips that you're locking come midnight and you're standing out there like, hey, I really enjoy your guys's company. I really and truly do. Fuck all the way off. If you think I would ever at any point in my life go stand in a snowstorm or frigid weather of any sorts with a diaper on in hopes that one of us four would get laid that's mm. never <laughs> ever fucking happening not at any point in my life i feel like to happen. some people it's like a bucket list item just to like do it nope. once but if you make it a tradition like you're, you're someone that goes to Times square every single year for new year's eve like you're you're like the same people that go to disney like twice a year like those people are just fucking weird what, that go to Disney? That's way yeah. worse than going to Disney. Oh, it's, I mean, it's definitely not, way worse than I'm going to Disney. I'm not pro Disney. I'm not pro Disney. You're not pro I'm Disney? You, I'm anti Disney. I mean, I'm going to say anti Disney, but I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not pro Disney. What the mouse ever Disney do to you? Guy. Yeah, what's going on with that? Nothing against the mouse. It's not personal with the mouse. It's just it's I'm not, not going. Personal. I, 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 I don't really watch the shows. I don't know. I don't want to go to Disney World that much, but I'm saying I'd like Disney World is 30 times better than going to see the ball drop. Yeah, like there's nothing going on Easily. at the ball. Like it's you. You're what's going on at the ball drop. Hey, we're fucking standing here. <laughs> Sweet. But isn't like Ryan Seacrest there? And it's like, whoa. Yeah, like what are you doing? Do- you're, you're, you're like, you're going to walk from, 
and you're you're like a, a head of cattle stuck in these pins. Like you can stand here, stand there, and you're looking up at the back of a stage. Some dude, Ryan Seacrest, all four eleven of him is freezing his fucking ass off on a stage, like just trying to stay warm. Like I mean, like it's just a bad, bad scene. Oh wow. Not- I didn't realize this. Ryan Seacrest is 5'8". Damn. What a little guy, huh? Yeah, dude. So small. (laughs) Fucking midget. I I never met anybody that short. (laughs) Yeah. For the life. Yeah. That's like passing short. (laughs) Yeah. Ew. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) Did you know Eminem's 5'8"? What? Yes. Oh, Marshall? Yeah. There's a lot of like angry white dudes that are little angry white fellas running around. Yeah, like Fred Durst. Fred Durst is like 5'8. I thought he was even shorter than that. Fred Durst height. He's listed as 5'8. Oh, so we'll believe that. I mean, it's not like this is like high school baseball roster, it's whatever Google says. I mean, if you're listed at 5'8", then you're probably shorter than that. <laughs> then you're probably not yeah. even close to it? Yeah. Like, I'm listed I'm listed at 6'2". I'm, I'm more like 6'1". Where are you listed at 6'2"? Yeah. Uh, the internet. <laughs> I just Googled your height. 5'10". I'll fuck a birth certificate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jerick Robbins, Girlfriend, Family, Net Worth, Barstool, Book. Wow. We got it all right here. Damn. <laughs> got your fucking your link tree right there. Who does it say my girlfriend five. is? Well, it says you're five feet ten, 160 pounds. I'm heavier than that. I'm like I'm like one eighty five. Five ten. Unfortunately, the sports writer has kept his relationship affairs private. Ooh, okay. Well no, what do you want to know, Joe? I could can... Yeah, Dallas will tell you. <laughs> well, I know he's not married. He's not married. You don't know that. I could be married. If you well, court. Uh, no, it's confirmed on Tuco. <laughs> okay, Ke. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> so basically, here's how it breaks down for Jared. Who is Jared Carabas's sister? His older sister goes by the name. Beep. <laughs> she works. <laughs> she works as a beep. Yeah. <laughs> and keep um, going. Keep going. Where was Jared Carabas born? Where was it born? Saugus, Massachusetts. There's no hospital in Saugus. Says you're an American citizen and has white ethnicity. That's correct. Jared was born in the Tiki Lagoon at fucking... (laughs) Jared Carabas was born in Fenway Park, bro. Mm -hmm. At the Green Monster. But how much is he worth? Jared was born in one of the the sushi boats at Kowloon. (laughs) <laughs> Andy actually came first. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it at all. Yeah. <laughs> well, it says here you're worth 1.5 mil. So it's pretty oh, good. Hell man. yeah, bro. You ama- he amassed massive amounts of wealth from his career as sports writer, blogger, and radio host. Damn. A massive amount of wealth. I added that. Uh, Joey, I think it's time that we address 
the elephant in the room. Uh-oh. Oh. What did he do? I didn't do anything. Well, I'm not sure if you guys have checked out the latest uh, Baseball Doesn't Exist video on YouTube. If you haven't. I che- Wait, you dropped a new video? Brand new. Bro, this is... I have not had internet since I moved on New Year's Eve, so forgive me for not knowing that. I'm usually on top of it. I usually watch them within a few hours after they drop, and you don't even let me know when they drop. Wait, is, can I ask a question before you get into this? The the dude that went missing during the 1990 World Series on the Reds, is this related? No. So no. You're, you're making TikTok content that's unrelated to your YouTube videos. Yeah. Wow. He is a fucking content machine. He's out here doing baseball's right. dead. He's out here doing baseball doesn't exist YouTube videos. And he's not even repurposing the content for TikTok. He's making original TikTok content. Mm. Yep. Check him out. Check him out. Check out my TikTok. Soon to, soon to be coming to YouTube shorts, but they're wonderful. <laughs> they're wonderful. If you ask me, they're wonderful. If you want to know about a cool story, I'll give him a cliffhanger. He, a player disappeared. During the World Series. What? What? If you want to find out more. What? How crazy is that? That is crazy. Uh, I do want to talk. Good if baseball doesn't exist at TikTok. It's funny. Talk about TikTok. It's tangent. I have like, I have 170,000 followers on TikTok and millions of views, millions and millions of views. But not one person has ever commented on anything I've ever done and been like, oh shit, I saw you from TikTok. That'll <laughs> come. Never happen. That'll come. The TikTok is... Like I, I need to be better about TikTok. By the way, like my I just caught one of those. Shut that shit down. No, I just <laughs> yeah, got like a progress. A I got a progress email from uh, Meta, right? Instagram. <laughs> they said, "Well done. You engaged more accounts last month. You had a two hundred and sixty-seven percent more accounts engaged in December twenty twenty-two compared to November twenty twenty-two." You reached one one hundred and sixty three thousand eight and eighty seven accounts, uh, and it took, you lost you lost point one percent of your following. <laughs> so, like, I've reached an increase of two hundred and sixty seven percent more accounts in December compared to November, and my following went down. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're basically saying maybe post less. Well, they're like, like the more they're you like, post, man. Yeah, the more. <laughs> The more people that find out about you, the more people that don't want to. Right. That's what <laughs> yeah. that's that's what the data suggests. So if you could just leave the internet alone, please. That would, yeah. That would. <laughs> These people were totally all in on following your content until they, they saw it. Yeah. <laughs> These people were totally willing to be a part of what you got going on, but then you kept just being you, and that was where they had to draw the line. Right. Now, I feel that. It's understandable. But uh, young Joseph looked like fucking Robin Hood trotting through Nottingham Forest, Jared, just firing arrow after arrow after arrow. Let me look at YouTube because I didn't have internet. Let's see if it comes up on my main page here because I don't even know what the topic is. I, I felt I felt personally attacked. And the, uh, oh. it was not. It was not pointed at. A, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh no! It's 15 minutes of <laughs> rolling up the sleeves, dropping the trousers. Oh and no! And after a really, really bad night of Indian food, blasting all of that 
all over. My Seventeen minutes of an Oakland A's hit piece. <laughs> that is, yeah. First of all, two minutes of it is a Rage Shadow Legends ad, <laughs> so you got to take that into account. Okay. And also, I said a bunch of nice things about the A's. All right. I can't well, comment. Like the- I can't comment. I haven't seen it. Hmm. I can go through the script and, and read everything nice thing it said about the A's. First of all, I said the stadium was a unique atmosphere. It's not. It's a fact. That, that, a you fact. Have to, that you have to see for yourself. It's a one-of-a-kind experience, and I meant that, even though I've never been. <laughs> oh, you got to check it out. <laughs> it is unique. Just because it doesn't get a lot of fans or revenue is kind of the point I had to make because it's true. You got to check it out before it falls down. <laughs> and I was saying the rebuild might work because the rebuilds always work. No one's getting credit for the A's for the rebuilds usually work. Yeah, well, it might have been. It might have been the torrential pummeling that the fans who watched this video had to try to avoid, so that they could see any or hear any sort of positivity. There was positivity was just, though that you got to. Oh no, I, I I must have watched the fourteen and a half minutes of a different video because <laughs> I didn't walk away from that video with a smile on my face. I didn't walk away from that video thinking Joey was unbiased. At any point in time, Corey Wilson says, I love John Boy, but this is the best baseball channel on YouTube. Each video is perfect. So it sounds like it was a perfect video. What do you guys say to that, Dallas? Well, I mean, by proxy, perfection is something that you're going to experience a lot more. So you're welcome for that. Um, You're you're right on. You're right on. I'm I'm not taking anything away at all. From the work you do on the tube. But if you would have been right next to me as I watched that video, you wouldn't be able to eat spaghetti. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Let's go point by point. What part of the video did you not like and disagreed with? Oh, it's not about look, because I, I am not one <laughs> I'm not one to argue what some would call or could maybe loosely be framed as facts. Okay? And there was some there were some hints of facts littered throughout that video, and I'm not going to do the legwork to try to pin them down. And I'll, I mean, <laughs> so I'll just say this, Joey. It was, <clears throat> it was a bit surprising to see you launch into that tirade, uh, r- really completely and totally unprovoked. So it just <laughs> it, it let me know the things that you think of late at night, the kind of hate you have in your heart as a human. And I really, I'm going to pray for you. About the Oakland A's. Yeah. You think I hate the Oakland A's? I don't know. I don't know. After watching that video. mm. I'm trying to keep them in Oakland. That's my whole life goal. I started a GoFundMe page. (laughs) We're, We're sending it over to the ownership. We're getting you guys a new a new new microphones in the booth. That's what we're trying to do. That was the whole point of the video, bro, to raise money to get you guys new microphones. Well, then I then you know what? That's on me. I misread that. I misinterpreted. And better, I misread that. <laughs> and better uh, uh, traps for the possums to keep you guys safe. Possums are fine. <clears throat> I have no problem. You know, you, like all the. Po- I got to tell you. The possum has got part, a, tell, you, take, tell that to your partner over there in the booth. The, the possum has gotten a Kite? bad rap. 
Kipe. Kipe hates the possums more than anybody. Well, you got to understand, Kipe had the possum crawling like up his leg and up the <laughs> fucking window during a game. So if he's a little impartial to the to the possum, I can understand. But, you know, people treat this thing like it's like like the possum, the opossum, excuse me, is just some vile and disgusting creature. Possums, you know what? You know what they do? They're like one of the largest, if not the largest line of defense, the biggest barrier between human beings and Lyme disease. They crush ticks. That's what they do. They just hammer ticks all day long. (laughs) And. And they're like some of the cleanest animals. So So that's why you guys keep them around. So you see them, you look at them, you're like, that's an overgrown rat. Fucking it just hairy and looks vicious. The teeth and the. They're chill. <laughs> That's the, that was actually my favorite part about the research is that when they when the, when they came out that the that Coliseum was infest was not infested. I would That's say infested. A, well, you don't have to. Just was covered. The word's been used. And co- <laughs> covered in feral cats. They're like, yep, on purpose because they get rid of the rats. Yeah. Well, um, I'll, I I'll divulge this. I I believe, and I I, I heard this, you know rumblings and whispers and whatnot but the effort to get the cats out of the coliseum and your video laid this out was thwarted because they said if we remove the cats then the mice and the rats are going to own this fucking joint by sundown Mm. we can't get rid of the cats like we can't i think we'd all like to that's (laughs) but we cannot Every other major league team's like, damn, we have to make sure we don't have animals in our, let's get rid of all the animals. The A's are like, well, if see, we just have cats, we don't have to. But you know what? That's the other thing. That's the other thing Thinking that's going outside on the here. box. It's money ball. No, that, it's money ball. That's, that's, that's money, money ball. Is, is fans are picking and choosing the battles with, with the animals to have. And, and it's the A's who get put on this pedestal. It's the A's who get, or, you know, get put in the limelight and get hammered for this. How about the Colorado Rockies, huh? You guys want to have a little conversation about that? You see what's trotting around on their ball field? Huh? What Fox. was it? Fox. <clears throat> Foxes, Fox? Jared. They've got carnivores. Carnivores. Wild and unleashed. Traipsing around that outfield. Just waiting for some unsavory groundskeeper or somebody just sauntering through the slush. On a cool winter's morning, only to be ambushed by multiple foxes. Fox. Mm. They're so cute, though, man. Those are They're awesome. adorable. Just and so are the cats. So so are the cats. Mm. I got no problem with the cats. The biggest problem with is the, maybe the mice inside the soda machines. But again, that was the raiders. That wasn't the yeah. That was exactly. And those mice were left there. Let's be clear. Those mice were left in there from football season all the way over to baseball season. So it wasn't the A's. <laughs> all right. Let's be very clear about that. Thank you for clarifying that, Joey. Yep. So if you were an A's fan and you got some of that soda, that was the Raiders' fault. That's they had mice. We don't need to dive into it. In, kind of like they in, didn't need in, to dive into the RC. but they In did. the soda machines. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. That's like that's you go to report. press like C5 and you think you're getting a fucking Mountain Dew. And instead, it's like a six to eight inch fucking rat. <laughs> no, like in the hmm. actual beverage, like, like. <laughs> could, you Dude, imagine, my favorite- could you imagine going up to the fucking concession stand somewhere and like asking for a lemonade and you just see this this little fucking feeder mouse doing the backstroke <laughs> like you know what i think i'm all good on the lemonade i'm just gonna go bottle water bottle water's fine i i uh i hate to interrupt this <clears throat> mountain dew rat talk but uh our friend carlos Baerga. Oh, uh oh. Oh, God. Uh oh. I don't even. <laughs> what? I don't know. Just the way you said, the way you said all of that has me. Uh, what do you got? Our friend Carlos Baerga, uh, he just posted on his Instagram story. <clears throat> this is the Spanish translation of someone who knows Spanish fluently. <clears throat> um, they just let me know from Boston on the radio that the rumor is that the team will be announcing the signing of Rafael Devers, 11 years, $332 million. I'm glad the team kept him on the team. He deserves it. Oh, <laughs> wow. So what's going on with that? Is that true or not? I've heard rumblings the past couple of days, but like, it really depends on who you talk to. Some people are like, yeah, well, we're Carlos we're, we're, is talking to fucking John Henry. So that's all we need to know. I mean, he's been he's been right on a lot of stuff. Carlos Berger. Oh, yeah, let's let's make that abundantly clear. I'm not I'm not in any way saying that he is wrong or doesn't know. Or no. Yeah. no, I'm saying he said that the team has told him read those words again. Well, I mean, he it could be a bad translation. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, I feel like if you're going to tweet out something like that, some news like that, you'd put one out in English, too. But he's not a reporter. He's just kind of like a no. baseball guy. Yeah, that was just a that's just him posting something on his his own channel or his own account, right? Like that's not a Yeah, that's on his like Instagram. Who is that? I don't even know. I don't even know who that. Carlos Baerga? Carlos Baerga is? No. Bro. Oh, fuck me. You should immediately tell Jake to delete that. <laughs> He won't. He won't. <laughs> he won't. You know, oh, Dallas. Christ. You know who? Uh, you know who? Carlos Bayerga goes uh, on Instagram live with a lot. Uh, Ozzy. No, I don't know who. My manager, Alex Cor. Oh. oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go on Instagram live together a lot. Yeah. So. They, well, they're. they're uh, from what I understand, they're in close proximity. Is that correct? So I will say this. If Carlos Baerga posted that and it stays up, it's probably true. Because if I know my manager, Alex Cora, if you post something and it's bullshit, you'll have a text within 20 seconds. That's bullshit. <laughs> that's wrong. Change that. That's not correct. Uh, <clears throat> he, he wants people to get the story right. So I think I forget what it was. I, I wrote a blog like three years ago and it had like something in there and he's like no 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 nope and i was like okay <laughs> change it so oh, so, yeah. you're, so you're so you're essentially adam Schefter is what you're telling us no i you mean like send if out it's, your you send out your blogs to try to get pre-approved 
before you actually post them. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying he admitted to. No, I'm saying he he reads my stuff. I don't write Uh, anymore, but when I did, he he would read it. How you ever wrote? Can't fucking read. Well, that's fair though. He you don't have to be able to read to write. (laughs) He wants to get. I don't. he, He wants the information to be correct. Correct. So that's why I'm saying, knowing him and how he uh, absorbs information, especially how close he is to Carlos Baerga, if that's out there and it stays out there, it's probably true. But if it comes down, then you know that, uh, I mean, obviously that's bullshit if it comes down, but if it stays out there, it's not like a lingering thing where it's like, oh, maybe he's guessing. Well, it's good to see. That's good to hear. I mean, it's, it, it's only it's only taken a few I don't know if you would call them missteps. Okay. All right. But it's, yeah, uh, yeah I, it's I guess the you could say it's the holiday say season. Huge, huge mistake. It's the holiday season. Just a- so boop de doop and shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hearing contract talks are ongoing. Ongoing and you are steady. That? There's a steady mm-hmm. level of interest. Believe are you it or not, citing John Heyman right now? Coming from the Red Sox. <laughs> are you citing a John Heyman tweet right now? Uh, it was. I, I thought it was a tweet. Pretty well, no, sure. I, pretty- I can't see his shit. Did he block you? He didn't block you. He just unfollowed oh, yeah. you or what? Oh, no, no, he, he didn't block you. No, he sure. didn't. No, he didn't. Show me. Amen. Show me. Show me. Show me. Yeah. Uh, here. Right, let me. How do I fucking. I'm going to type this fuck's name in. Here it is. Boom. Wow. wow. He blocked you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The best. The best part was. As he was typing his last response. After his initial fucking ridiculous Nazi tirade he went on, I blocked him so he couldn't send it. And I know how that felt to him to go through all of it because the bubbles were active for a hot minute. And then I fucking blocked him. Boom. He can't send it. Damn. Yeah. That's a great move. So, <laughs> I felt so drafting up. I felt so good about it too, Joe, because he was he was doing it. I was watching it because I was like reading the shit. I was like, no fucking way, this guy typed this. And I was like, you know what? Those bubbles have been fucking popping for a minute. I'm just gonna fire this off. Boom, blocked him. And I was like, that felt great. Yeah, generally speaking, blocking is a weak move, but that's that's kind of genius. Well, it was just to. Because I knew that he, I could physically see that he was actively typing a response, typing something else, <laughs> and then he just never got to fire that. He did it. I don't know how. <clears throat> I I've survived the the Heyman thing. He's never blocked you. No. Does he follow well, you? I personally no. attack him. I guess. I mean, I personally like I said, attack like, him all the time. He's. I mean, he is. Uh, he he took it personally because. We had a, when I say relationship, I mean like we had a working relationship. Like I, you know, I've worked with him at MLB Network, did stuff with him at ESPN, like just, so yeah, we know each other. Do you guys ever kiss or nothing? No, I, I just, I like I told you, I can't wait to see him. In person. Should he ever come to the Coliseum for any reason? Who is that other fucking dude that you got into a beef with and he was a Giants writer and you were like, just so that you know. You can't block me in real life, and you uh-huh. will see me in real life. Like you cover the Giants, I work for the A's. We will cross paths again. So blocking me on Twitter is not going to do you a whole lot of good. And, and 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 then it all came to fruition in the fucking elevator. It was so beautiful. Uh, yeah, that dude is actually the one of the head guys at the Athletic. 
Yeah. 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 I don't know how I feel. I, there's some people that write for the athletic that I, I enjoy their work. And then there's some people at the athletic where they're just obviously a bunch of sensitive pussies. Well, it's just like any, yeah. it's just like any place that might produce content that you don't like. There's a chance they also might have people that produce content you would really like you could get on board with. And so you just, yeah. I don't know, do the mature thing and don't judge the other writers. No, sure. Now my, my favorite Red Sox writer is the athletic Red Sox beat, beat guy, Chad Jennings. He's great. Rosenthal. Great. Mm-hmm. But then there's obviously some fucking losers that work there too. You don't like it the most. What'd you say? You said Cotillo, right? Is who you said you don't we, like. We we made up. We made up. Yeah, we had beef for a second, but we made up. We're good. <laughs> Pete Abraham, biggest fucking loser, probably in professional sports. <laughs> that guy has a micro penis. Allegedly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Allegedly has a micro penis. I can't. <clears throat> um so so uh so do you think any of those individuals are excited about the potential of having rafi devers for a decade plus let me ask you this how do you feel about this being talked about this has to be a must for you i I can't imagine being a red sox fan hearing this now Mm-hmm. And this not ever being a thing. I couldn't imagine not knowing that Raphael Devers is going to spend the next decade plus in a Red Sox uniform after hearing whispers, at least to this magnitude, that he might, especially on the heels of watching the fumbling reoccur during the offseason. That can't fucking happen. And I get it that the Red Sox. Uh, front office probably feels like you know what maybe we're a little better off than we were when this whole thing started and you just can't see it right now but with the depth that we've acquired we've gotten better in some places maybe we're not as far off as you'd like to think we are because we haven't signed these and it's like well it's not that you haven't signed it's that xander bogarts is a fucking padre that's the problem jd martinez is in fucking la that's the problem mookie betts has been in la Winning World Series for God knows how long now. That's the fucking problem. So we need this guy to stay here. And if you're going to start whispering about this loud enough for me to hear it, then God damn it, I cannot. I can't bear another season not having him there locked up for a decade plus. It just it just shows the direction of the team, in my opinion, because if you uh, <clears throat> let's just say the number is 332. What? And Xander didn't. Keeping Xander Bogarts didn't wouldn't have shown the direction of the team. That's that's different. I, I think if they, uh, what's different about that? They, that's their culture because leader right they there. don't that's have the they don't they don't have a top prospect third baseman behind Devers. Devers is younger, Bogarts is older. You look at the like no. Sure, we're talking about keeping your on. left side. You're gonna ask me a question. Let me answer. It. If you're gonna ask me a question. Let me answer it. I need you to give me the answer I want. They have their top infield prospect, Marcelo Meyer. He was the top prospect in the draft in 21. He's a shortstop. I think if you're a diehard Red Sox fan, you don't want to hear, hey, we actually believe in this guy. 
And if the number is too high on Bogarts, then like we're good because we have Meyer. No one wants to hear that because he's like two years away, best case scenario. And like maybe he doesn't even become a star player in the league until five years from now. Like no one wants to fucking hear that. But if they truly believe in Meyer, then you're not going to give 11 years to Xander Bogarts. No team should have done that. The Padres are psychopaths for doing that in the first place. <clears throat> but with Devers, he's younger and he's the guy. I think if, if, if organizationally, if you were going to look at the roster right now, and I think 330 is very fair for Rafael Devers. It's a fair offer. If you put that on the table and, he, and you were still, quote unquote, galaxies apart, which was the report about a month ago, then you trade him. But you need to know, like you, you could not put yourself in a position where you're going into the 2023 baseball season with Rafael Devers as a, a pending free an impending free agent you couldn't do that so it's either hey we get this extension done before pitchers and catchers if we can't do that we need to trade this guy like the next two three weeks were basically crucial like they either in the next two to three weeks they either need to get the extension done if it doesn't happen then you start looking for a trade partner for for devers because like they got nothing for JD. They got nothing for Avaldi. They got nothing for Xander Bogarts. You could even mention the, that they got nothing for fucking Mookie Betts. For Mookie, that did not work out as well. So that 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 is where I was going with this is as a Red Sox fan, I and you know, I give you a lot of shit and I and I fuck with Sox fans a lot cuz I love it. They can take it. They dish it back. Um it's a great relationship. But I I do. I genuinely have to feel like the time for for making moves that are going to show you the direction that you're interested in heading, I feel like that time has passed almost. Like this is now almost a salvage play. And what are you saving? What are you salvaging? The like well, I, the direction? Like that's undefined. It's like I don't know, but it's it reminds me if they sign Devers, that's like exactly what the Braves did when they tore down their team and they signed Freddie. They signed Freddie long-term, mm -hmm. traded, got rid of everybody else, and it worked out perfectly. Well, that, that, that was why I was wondering about the Xander Bogarts. And, and the, the bottom line is the money won out. And we talk about that being the case a lot, but with the years and the money that was offered, there's no way you leave that on the table knowing what your other best option was going to be, which was whatever the Red Sox were willing to offer. So from there, if you look around as the Red Sox and you feel like you've got one dude left in the building that you absolutely have to keep here, well, that's got to be him, right? That's got to be Devers. He's the only guy. Is it? He's the only guy. That's it. Yeah. So, But, but you needed to have that answer within the next two to three weeks. That you needed to decide this is a guy that we're going to pay. Here's a fair offer. Take it or leave it. If it's a no, you have to look to trade him before the season starts. And then that that tells you, sign Devers, trade Devers. It's door number one, door number two. Where are we going in, tor in, tor in, torms, in terms of organizational path? What are we doing here? And obviously, Devers is a guy that you want to build around. The talent, the age, the experience the pedigree that's the guy that you want to pay 
He's literally, it's not like you had to choose. It's not like you're like, no, oh, do we pay it. Devers or do we pay so-and-so? Well, it's like, no, no, no. That's the only guy. And if you couldn't pay him, then it's a complete tear down rebuild. Like that's yeah, it. You've ended up, you, you've, you've ended up in a position that many would long to be in if you are rebuilding, which is give us, give us at least one guy, just one dude that we can pinpoint as a foundational pillar, a guy that we can build around. We etch this guy in every day for the next seven to 10 years. And then from there, we develop, we plug and play, acquire as we need and, and fill that thing out. That's, that's it. But it feels it'll, like they got be there nice by to default. Get like they just sort of fumbled it. It'll just be nice to get a win, Dallas. <clears throat> it'll be nice to well, get a win. It'll, be, it'll feel nice. And, and, and I'll say this too. Because obviously the Red Sox and the Giants, but the Red Sox too, have been the laughing stock of baseball this offseason. We've been the butt end of several jokes after a last play season and then a perceived failure of an offseason because of Xander Bogarts leaving. And then people just want to pile on and like, oh, you lost JD too. I don't think that JD was in the plans. They didn't even make him an offer. So like, they didn't lose out on JD. They did not make him an offer. Um, Nate was Nate overplayed his hand like the Red Sox the Red Sox made Nathan Avaldi a three-year offer earlier in the offseason they thought that they could do better turns out they couldn't so they got the offer from Texas and then by the time they got the offer from Texas and came back to Boston and said hey can you match the Red Sox were like we made that offer early because we wanted that like lock that up early and just move on with our offseason but because you were waiting on it now we pivoted to other things we don't have that money anymore like we've kind of spread that out to to other things that we had to address so then he signs with texas so people are like, oh you lost out on nate like no nate kind of lost out on us if you if you really want to break it down that way but i i think if you're able to pay rafael devers now you've created a path. And that path is obviously a much better path or a more satisfactory path than the one that you would have taken had you had to trade him. So now that you've kind of swallowed the Xander Bogarts pill, he has signed that deal in San Diego. It's a deal that Red Sox fans universally feel like there's no fucking chance the Red Sox should have even sniffed matching it or coming close no. to it. Nope. Fine, you, you bite that bullet, you move on, but now you have to pay Devers. If they pay Devers, I think, I'm not saying that that takes the sting out of losing Bogarts, <clears throat> but I think it's that you tie. can overall look at the offseason that the Red Sox have had and been like, okay, like that didn't, like it didn't suck as bad as it feels like it sucked. Losing Bogarts sucks, takes the wind out of the sails, it's a, it's a punch in the dick. It's it's a culture change for sure. It's a different team with a different identity without him. Huge. And I and I don't think that this front office factors in that shit very well, if at all. I, I don't think that they really weigh that very heavily, which they should. What, oh, they absolutely should, considering who their manager is. Correct. Um, so I think, you know, it, it, it's still you took a big hit, but you battled back and you, you did something that I don't want to say salvages the offseason. But it brings you back on course in a big fucking way. Well, they they better fucking hope so. They better hope so because uh, I know Heim Bloom would like to fancy himself 
as a forward thinker, uh, a guy who can see the X's and O's and, and call the right play, even though it might not have an impact on this drive, maybe a few drives down the road, we'll start to see the fruit of the effort, uh, which kind of seg- segues us into the Brian Sabian. Oh, back to the big apple move. And mm-hmm. for those folks who don't know, Brian Sabian, the uh, executive vice president and GM uh, of the San Francisco Giants. Three time. Three time. Three time World Series champ. The architect of those championship teams and the runs leading up to and through those illustrious seasons for the San Francisco Giants will be taking his act to New York. Mm. Um, I don't know how much you guys care about stuff like this or I do. I do. When like you that. have that type of pedigree, I do. But this is, uh, I mean, now, now you've got guys. I, I, I'm interested to see how it all works together and, and how aggressive he is coming in first year. That's what I'm curious about. But I uh does it really matter though when you're taking kind of like a reduced role and um you, I mean like you're you're a seat behind Brian Cashman, like who has a job for life. So it's like what Yeah, but it's not it's not necessarily a seat behind Brian Cashman in Sabe's eyes, anyways. I think it's more of a a seat alongside Brian Cashman. Sure. Like what it's like, not. It is, but it's not. Right. We all understand it. We all get it. Like Brian Cashman himself could look you in the eye and go, look, hey man, this thing is 50-50 here. Yeah, it's me and you, and dude. Then, it's like, no, it's and not. as soon as he's done with that, he will turn and walk up to the podium and he will do the interview and he will get that FaceTime and he will answer the questions, which means this isn't 50-50. And Brian Sabian understands that as well. So I think it's a great landing spot for him in terms of continuing his professional career. Uh the wisdom that he comes along with and now you're working with another and look the giants fucking print money themselves all right and the yankees for better or worse still that big bad empire that has the ability to flex their muscle should they desire to do so and now you just add another piece to that think tank in brian sabian this is a big loss for the Giants. Is it? Is this it a, is a bigger, bigger loss, loss for the Giants or a greater or a gain for the, for the Yankees? The, yeah, it's a bigger loss for the Giants. I agree. It's a bigger loss for the Giants because the Yankees, to your point about you know me, me telling you that it's a side by side job and us all understanding that Brian Sabian is still going to be riding in the backseat, even though we're equal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Yankees haven't just unearthed some ridiculous rare diamond that they don't understand. You know, like uh, in, in Joey's video, baseball doesn't exist. In, in his video about the Oakland A's, he talked about how the book Moneyball really closed the gap, almost erased the gap between the A's and other organizations. Because what other teams weren't looking at and what other teams weren't valuing is what the A's were making their hay out of. 
And now by year's end, after the book release, now we're all on the same page. Now we're all valuing the same shit. So all of the things that you thought you were unearthing that other teams weren't privy to, everybody is now well aware. Got it. They highly value OBP. All right, we'll start paying attention to that and we'll get our brainiacs to come up with an algorithm. So now we're good to go. We're, we're not too far off anymore, are we? And that's that, where Sabian kind of comes in and he's like, you know, he's not, he's not creating a huge gap. What he's doing is he's just adding experience to, as I said, an organization who, should they decide to, could fucking flex. You know how, like, in, in actual, the history of warfare, how if you go back far enough, it's like they were using shields out of granite and bows, bow and arrows and shit, and then you go from, like, muskets. I feel like you go from that period to where we're at now, there is a large gap of time in between the uh, weaponry, the advancement of, of weaponry to where we're not that far removed from people being like, what is this on base percentage that you speak of? Yeah. Well, it, and it's, them it's, being like, ooh. So now like, the, the fucking statistics and algorithm, algorithms that they have now, like we went from Stone Age warfare to chemical weapons in like 20 years. Yeah. Well, like you see the movie The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise? Yes. All right. That's what it is. That right there is what it is. The A's were the team. They were the government in that movie. And they rolled out the machine gun that the samurais had never fucking seen before. And the samurais were like, let's fucking go. And these guys with the machine guns were like, come on with it. Hey, how's your fucking horse and sword doing? How's that treating you? Not so much. Cool. So that's what the other teams did. They were like, well, you know what? This fucking machine gun seems like it's seems like it's a game changer. We should start to think about getting us one of these. And so they did. And now everybody's firing the same bullets at the same rate of speed. But now they get to choose their targets and they're creating the value on their targets. So everybody's firing the same weaponry now. And unfortunately, at times it feels like, well, at times it feels like the advancement in weaponry hasn't occurred again for some teams, right? Some some teams, uh, some teams have bigger armies. Some teams are like Russia. Some some teams are Canada. (laughs) Well, I, I, yeah, you have one team who's still, or you have a few teams who are still using that machine gun that -hmm. was so powerful then. And now these other teams are like, hey, uh, you guys ever heard of a fucking drone? Like, are you guys still sending people out onto the battlefield? Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. No, we're up in a room or whatever. And we got these drones. and Yeah. So we're a little farther ahead than you guys are. <sighs> it's interesting. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to watch that video, Joe. I'm excited to watch that. Sit down. Nice, nice cup of hot tea, cup of joe. Yeah, maybe. you're gonna, you're gonna need, you're gonna need something hot. You need something hot for that. <laughs> do you already, do you already know the topic for your next video? Yeah. All right. I don't want to know. Over, already in the works. Oh, you already started working on it. I already got. Do you it. need help? No. Nah. 
Yeah, yeah. You want to help first? Yeah, I'll help. <laughs> want to do some research? Sure. Some dig. We'll talk later, man. Yeah, I mean, if you want, I would love to one day have a rolling credit at the end. Shout out to executive researcher Jared Carabas. <laughs> That'd be sick. Throw that on your IMDb. Yeah, I have an IMDb, by the way. Dude. I was I was in a documentary in 2012, and I believe that is my my lone citation on my IMDb. You don't get any. You have you have a fucking TV show, bro. You don't have an IMDb credit for that. That's a good point. I don't know. I haven't I haven't Googled my IMDb page in probably seven <laughs> years. What else would be on there? I want an Emmy, by the way. Yeah, that's what I gotta. That's what we gotta get rolling. I want a fucking <laughs> Emmy. Because that trophy looks cool as shit. I got one. You want one? Isn't it? All right. So can you confirm or deny that if you win an Emmy that you have to buy the trophy? Yeah, I can confirm that I didn't buy mine. Maybe maybe NBC bought it for you. Uh, sure. Very possible. I, I definitely didn't have that conversation. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like, hey, they man, did congratulations. That. We'd like to buy this for you. Like that never happened. I want to say that I know I know other people that have won Emmys and I'm pretty sure they said that they had to pay for the trophy. Like editors at like MLB Network or something like that. They were like, yeah, I have an Emmy, but I had to pay for it. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I, mean, that, I, I might just fucking go online and just buy it. <laughs> Who cares? I'd be like, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, like a pro with, with Jared Carabas, season one, Nesson. Emmy award winning show got the trophy here to prove it. It's clearly not that hard. I probably I know <laughs> I know more Emmy award winners than I than I know non Emmy award winners at this point. For real, I mean, isn't it like a regional award that have like regions? It's so easy to win an Emmy. So if I do end up winning it for real, though, Jake, cut this part out. Be like, dude, it's wicked hard to win an Emmy. Oh, bro, we'll have a <laughs> let's have a parade. Oh, that'd be awesome. I would love to have in, in Saugus. Saugus, baby. Yeah. yeah. We'll just hang you, out the, hang you out the window of that purgatory kitten, and you can rumble We almost lost it. We almost, have a, we almost had a drowned kitten the other day. That was fucking wild. What? I was, uh, yeah. I was at my barbershop the Friday before Christmas, and so like their shop is right by the Saugus River, and there was a little it was raining a little bit and there was a little puddle in the beginning part of the parking lot so i pulled in and i just like drove through the puddle and then i parked in the spot i was 15 minutes early great client always on time always early uh and i'm so i'm just like looking at tiktok sitting in my car and then it's almost 10 o'clock so i'm like all right i'm gonna get out of my car i opened up the door and there's like three inches of water in the parking spot and i was like yeah this seems like i was like did i just like not notice that the water was there when i pulled into this spot and I was like, I'm wearing sounds sneakers. Like, I'm not sounds gonna... like what knee deep for you. Okay. <clears throat> so I uh, <laughs> I shut the door, I back up, and then I parked further up on the side of the barbershop. Yeah, higher ground, not a babe. Higher ground. And then 30 minutes into my haircut, we're just like, as I'm sitting in the chair, I can see out the glass front door, and the water just keeps coming and coming and coming. <laughs> now it's up to the door. Now it looks like we're on a boat. Like the parking yeah. lot is gone. The parking lot, you cannot see no pavement. Your picture, I thought you were legitimately on like a house. I was like, this dude, what the fuck? 
Yes. You just go to a dock to get your hair cut? What a yes. fucking loser. So the, the water is now up to the front door, and now it's going past the building. It's coming through. It was like fucking Titanic. It was coming through the wall. Uh, so now the water is inside, and uh, they had a pair of rain boots. So I'm like, fuck, I got to go check on my car. So I put on the rain boots, and I go outside, and I look at my fucking Hellcat, and the water is now up to like a centimeter before like if i open up the door it would have went right over the surface of the water like i caught it just in time so i was like all right abandoned ship and i i had been going back and forth between my apartment my parents house the new house so i had my laptop in my back seat and it was on the floor in the back seat oh god so oh, god. if the water came in that was Fuck. the first thing that was getting fucked up so i open up the door grab my backpack uh, I had, I think there was like a bottle of alcohol and I was like, all right, abandoned ship, taking that. And then everything else, I was like, it, it's going down with the ship. So, uh, I walk back into the apartment or, or the barbershop and we're watching the, the, the river just rise and rise. Now it's coming through the fucking front door. They're trying to wet vac the front door to keep the water at bay. Uh, so they, fi- they, they finally get the police to, uh, shut down the road. Because the cars driving through the fucking puddle were sending waves towards the door. So every time a car would drive down the street, they would send a wave towards the fucking front door and then the water would just fucking rush through. So they finally shut down the street. We've kept the the waves at bay. And then all of a sudden, this white F-150 just barrel asses (laughs) through the fucking parking lot, drives straight towards the front door and oh. just launches a tidal wave through the barbershop across to the fucking back wall. Oh and my like the, my buddy Johnny, who owns the shop, he's like screaming at the front door. He's like, stop, fucking stop. And they just kept coming and then launched this tidal wave uh, to the back wall of the barbershop. And lo and behold, it was two dudes who were coming to help. They were like, yeah, we got fucking pumps. We got fucking pumps and we got the fans. We're here to help, brother. <laughs> I was like, bro, like we the, the whole fight, like the 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 rise we of the river until had you stopped. showed up. <laughs> yeah, everything was under control until you just fucking launched this tidal wave through the barbershop. Uh, yeah. So luckily, the water did not total my car. One of the kids cars got totaled. It was like the water was up to the hood. Um, but yeah, it just oh. went up to my door and nothing got in, but it was, uh, it was crazy. All the other clients abandoned ship. I was like, fucking Christmas is, is in two days. I'm getting this fade, bro. Like, I don't <laughs> care. I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like I made a decision. I made a choice. All, mm-hmm. all the other clients, once they started seeing the, the water rising, they fucking got the fuck out of there. I no. was the only client that was, it was me and four other barbers that were just going down with the ship. Need this fresh cut, bro. Yeah, what the fuck? Trying to look good in these uh these Instagram pics that I'm about to post on Christmas and and I did. I fired those off. I had a couple <laughs> of different Christmas posts that I posted on my Instagram and uh shit, you know? It is what it is and and some in, in life that's the lesson, Joe. I know you're how old are you? 24? Mm-hmm. In life, Joe, at some point you have to make a choice. Like do I will I risk the potential drowning? And the totaling of my brand new Hellcat, my Dodge Hellcat, 
<laughs> for a fade so that I can look good in pictures that I'm going to post on Christmas because, I mean, you got to look good in those pictures. Christmas only comes once sure. a year, as you know. So um, mm-hmm. that's just a little lesson for you. Sometimes life is, is about the choices that you make. Well, I'm kind of, I'm looking at the Instagram right now. I don't see one Christmas picture. That's because I have a private account. I have, a, I have an account just for friends and fam. You can, you can, just you, I'll bitches. allow you in there. <laughs> if you want to get in there, you, you're more than welcome to get in there. But I, I, it's, it's mostly Saga's people. All right. We'll negotiate. Super follow. Are you <laughs> in there, super... Dallas? What? On uh, my private account? I have no idea. Oh, uh, your wife is. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I don't, I don't think so. <clears throat> All right. I'll send it to you later. Yeah, just Saugus people and Dallas's wife. That's it. <laughs> well, she's an honorary sachem. Yeah, nope. Sorry. Did you find it? No. Okay. All right. I'll, I mean, if you don't have to come in if you don't want to. No, I, did, I don't. I didn't have the invite. I don't have well, the invite. Well, I mean, it's it's very exclusive. Uh, I'd love for you to be in there, though. Okay. Well, hey, you know. Yeah. You gotta apply, buddy. You gotta apply. There is a. <laughs> you got LinkedIn? I do have a LinkedIn, but I don't really check it. Um, Dude, I think I just had, you just added me on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn. Everybody had me on LinkedIn. I, I, I definitely did not add you on LinkedIn. I probably if you <laughs> if you sent me a request, I probably accepted. I, I, I twice a year will go into my LinkedIn and accept all the fucking requests. I think I had it. LinkedIn before I even had Twitter. Damn. Yeah. yeah. My my agent, yeah, I didn't. I didn't my agent, my agent said I should have LinkedIn. <laughs> that's where all that's where they're hiring all the broadcasters. Yeah, it was, it was like, well, no, it was, it was like two thousand. It's probably like two thousand ten, two thousand eleven. You see, see how things are going. It's like you know, hey, um, just for the future, you know, uh, maybe a LinkedIn. <laughs> like I'm not saying anything about now, nothing about right now, but just you know, down the road, just thinking about future employment. Like, shouldn't mm-hmm. I be able to retire after this? Yeah, no, uh, some are. You, though, it doesn't You, look like. yeah, not so much. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, we haven't even, well, we kind of touched on it. There's what? not really a whole lot to talk about. Uh, the what? Korea, the Korea deal, the Korea shit. Yeah, there's no update. Yeah, we just, I think it's, but. Uh, go ahead. Do you have news? Do you have, do you have, do you have a little birdie on the situation? No, no, I, I just, I had, uh, remember last time we talked, I said. And I think Joe might have agreed with this. Correct me if I'm wrong. But the $300 million mark, gone. Not going to hit that. The years dwindling. That's your prediction. Uh, you don't think that he that the deal when it's signed is not going to be for 300 no, no. It will not total $300 million. And it will be, I think it's going to be a combination of incentive-laden to go along with options. There's going to be injury list options not not options excuse me injury list parameters surrounding the right ankle or the ankle if there's time spent blah 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 on the injury list because of the ankle money the the that you don't think that there's a team out there that would say fuck it like we want the player that bad that we're just willing to look past all that if there was it was the new york mets was it not and it was steve cohen was it not fair and it was and now it's not now now even he the guy who in between fucking pina coladas on Maui is like, yeah, fuck it. A shortstop. Sure. <laughs> okay, will he play third though? Will he play? No, Cohen. I said a double. 
a double and the umbrella. <laughs> Will he play third? If he'll play third, then fuck it. Yeah. Like that's the guy that we're talking that's, about. <laughs> right. That's so true. Cohen was fucked up when he agreed to that fuck shit. Yeah. Just smashing Kava and pina coladas. <laughs> having a great one. Talking story with the bros at the shop. And is just like, hey, you guys want to see something cool? Huh? Yeah, I'm he thought he thought he was right the now. main character of a movie when that happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. I'm. Pre- I mean, I could be wrong. I'm like ninety percent sure that it happened at like four a.m. Yes, that was the story. It's like yeah, it's three a.m. in Hawaii. He's still working. Yeah. Well, no. Like the thing is, no. It was it was like ten o'clock in Hawaii because Hawaii is three hours behind West Coast time, which means six hours behind East Coast time. So wherever you're at, if Boris is on, because they were in they were in San Francisco. No. So it's wait right? what? Oh, never mind. I'm thinking Rodan. Yeah. So it's like either one in the morning in San Francisco or four in the morning on the East Coast. Yeah, because yeah, it, it happened when everyone was sleeping. Mm-hmm. So it was prime time party time. You're in Hawaii. Oh, buddy. Yeah. You know, you're on vacation, dude. Uh-huh. You're probably knocking back a couple of drinks. You deserve yeah, it. Yeah. What Steve Cohen did right after he made that announcement, he fucking locked his phone. Set it down, took off his lay, walked right up on stage, snatched the fucking stick with a flame on the end of it, swallowed his own flame, and then just walked off. I was like, yep, that's how you fucking eat fire. That right there. I don't know if you saw what I just did. I just bought a shortstop, and then I'm going to make him play third. I'm going to make him play third. That is how you fucking swallow fire. Yeah. Yeah. That's power. Yeah, that's that's fucking power. You think you're a little twirly, oh, your grass skirt, and you're fucking dancing, and yeah, you're strong, you're you're shiny, and you got big muscles. I just bought a shortstop. Yeah, it's like you you just bought a Ferrari. You think that's fuck you money? I just bought a shortstop and told him he's a third baseman now. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the kind of fucking game that Uncle Stevie's playing. So yeah, yeah. if there was another team that was going to just be okay with that, because that's how you got to look at this: is who's okay with just burning money? Or who's okay with taking that kind of a risk? Mm. Like there's teams out there who are not going to pay anybody $25 million a year. And we're talking about a massive, massive hit to take if things don't work out. And it's because of that ankle if you're Steve Cohen. So he said, you know what? We got to just restructure this a little. All right. Mm. And if that means that you don't ever spend time on the injured list because of this, then at the end of it, you will have your money, but you can see where I'm coming from here. Can't you? I mean, you just, you went into a slide in September last year and this thing started barking a little and you're not going to be getting any younger. So if you can see that from my perspective, I'm willing to give you all of the money that I originally offered you. If you're willing to sign papers that say, should shit go down because of this, then I owe you some of that back. What? Where do we end up there? What does that final number look like? And that's where I say it's below $300 million with some options involved, some buyouts involved, some benchmarks that need to be hit performance-wise, and then Carlos Correa can make that money. And what do you think the odds are that it gets done? Like 100%? You think he's 100% a met? Yes. Yes, I do. I think he's like, 100% there's, a met. There's no chance that nope. he's... Back on the free agent market for a third time. In, in well, the I mean, it would be it would clearly be unprecedented. It would it'd be crazy to think about 
but I think the storyline just continues to become how bad is this angle? Like that's what everybody's going to want to talk about because you're on your third team now. You're back into this fucking thing for the third time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also I feel like if, if it was like looking like it could be a, a free market situation that Boris would be putting out the disinformation, the misinformation all over the place. But it's been so quiet. No Heyman tweets, nothing. It's like Heyman fucking like tweets about literally in. nothing. His his like Devers tweet earlier today pissed me off because if I see like someone like Passin or Rosenthal or Heyman tweeting and I see like buzzwords or buzz names in it and you're not offering any new information, then fuck you. Well, it's just That's a copy and paste of the same stuff. Like, look, it's like trying, I'm going like, to pull up right now. What the fuck was his tweet really pissed me off. Let me see. Uh, John Heyman, who Dallas cannot look at his tweets, unfortunately, which is sad. Uh, John Heyman tweeted, Rafael Devers camp and Red Sox remain engaged in multi-year talks. Sides agreed at $17.5 million for 2023. A nice sign. Discussion said to be steady on multi-year possibility. Devers has been seeking 300 million plus and recent star deals may only have reinforced that goal. There's no, not an ounce of new information in that tweet. No, everything it's, that's it's, in that tweet, we've known for at least 24 hours now. It's just to say the same thing and avoid plagiarism. There was someone like, that had screenshots. It might have been during the labor negotiations of his tweets and of his tweets, tweet. like four or five different tweets that said the same, the thing, same thing just reworded yep five different ways it was the same fucking tweet just just changing some words around changing well, you, the you order gotta, you gotta you gotta put it out there you gotta keep that narrative going i guess you gotta keep it going like when you're that's what happens jared if i'm paying you to carry my water i don't want to hear that your fucking back hurts i don't care that yeah. your feet are sore carry yeah. the fucking water now your fingers are about to hurt because you just pulled landscaping duty. That's right, Grandma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joe don't know. That go over your head, Joe? I don't even, I don't even Jesus know. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Yeah, I know. These kids these days, he's, Dallas. He's fucking how about next time fresh off when you make a reference? Teeth. Fresh off the teeth. Do something I know. You know, bring up these players from like the 90s. That, uh, sorry, I don't know. <laughs> Not to bring it back to what's... Uh, Carlos Byron. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Carlos. You know, and I feel bad. I don't know Carlos that well. And <laughs> that well, I'm gonna do better, and I'm gonna look into him. And I just is that gonna be your next video, is Carlos Baerga? Yeah, his career passing by. I wasn't familiar with the name, mm-hmm. and that might look bad on my end. Mm-hmm. That's okay. It's fine. But you're fresh. If you're listening right now, and you also didn't know who he is, maybe leave a comment. Be on my side. Leave a comment. <laughs> Leave a comment. Be yeah, send a tweet to Joe. Be like, you know what? I, I'm I'm also an idiot that doesn't know who Carlos Barton is. <laughs> we can be dumb fucks together. Incredible. You know, but he's just a guy. You know, he moved around a lot. You know, it's kind of hard to keep tabs. Played on a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. Long career, great career, but at the same time, you know, not necessarily a household name. That's not no, true. No. My Damn son's fine name is ball Carlos. Player. And he, yeah, I would, I would say. he's a great ball player, honestly, and I mean. Do you know his career war? Because I do. Uh, <laughs> Off the top of my head. And is uh, it in the, I'm going to say... Is it in the 20s? 18.9. 16. 16? Yep, 16. Was, so I know his war, you don't, but... Hold on, what, what's his career war? 
16. 16. Oh, what did I say? 18. It's pretty close. Is that F war? Or no, that's B war. It's B war. What's his F war? 17. Because mm. he, he had a good glove, you know, and you know how they would. So you I, know. I was right. I nailed it. Well, Joe's next video on Carlos Bayerga. It's going to be good to see. <clears throat> Is that all we got? Is that all the news? I think that's all the news. I mean, uh, unless you care about uh, Eric Hosmer going to the Cubs. Hey. Jared? Yeah? I've said it before and I'll say it again. Hey, what's that? Nothing. I, I just, I can't even seriously do that right now. What's that? <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna, you know, make a little joke about how you need to lock up. You need to lock up leadership. Mm-hmm. You need to give yourself an opportunity to grow some of your young prospects. How sure. do you do that? You surround them with veteran presence. Mm-hmm. So you yeah, that that, that right there. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> Eric Hosmer. Also, uh, Dom Smith going to the Nats on a one-year deal. Yeah. Okay. Get your little setting time in Washington. Get your little thump yeah. in D.C. Yeah. And then uh, just the report. Correa packed expected to look dramatically different. Dramatically. Yes. Mm. You heard it mm. here first, folks. You heard it here first. Sub mm-hmm. 300. I mean, if that would be dramatically. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. So you think it's going to be like kind of like a deal he had with the Twins? I think it could look a lot more like, I think it's going to look closer to something like that than it will a 10-year no clause, this is how it is. A lot of by the ways. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's, gonna, there's a lot of I's to dot. There's a lot of T's to cross here. Mm-hmm. Big time. Okay. Big time. Uh oh, before we get out of here, mm-hmm. around the horn. Yes or no? Will Carlos Correa be a New York Met officially? And officially as in like not like press conference, not, you know, whatever. Just like it's announced like they've agreed to terms. Yes. Will they have been agreed to terms by the time we do our next episode? Yes. Joseph? I believe so. Jake, what are you doing over there, man? I'm just doing some editing. Okay. Do your thing, bro. <laughs> those fucking lights just come on behind me? Yeah, man. Well, those weren't on there. the whole time, right? No, it's, no, 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 no. I feel like it's been on the whole time. I don't think it has been. Oh. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> Happy New Year. Uh, we'll see you next week. Maybe, uh, Maybe next week will be our Hall of Fame ballot episode if nothing else happens. Because nothing, I mean, we still did two hours with literally the only story being that nothing happened with the story. For sure. Yeah, we can do. We can muster that. No doubt. All right. So next week will be our Hall of Fame ballot episode. So come prepared. I fucking will. Okay. Joseph? See you there. I want to see your ballot. We, we We should find a way to print off the ballot and then just fill it out. Yeah, do that. Do that. Let's mm-hmm. get a PDF. Let's get that mailed around. 
print. You're gonna mail them. Everyone <laughs> will mail them to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'm gonna mail one to Dallas, mail one to Jared, mail one to the Hall of yeah, Fame. Yeah, yeah. If if Jake could print out print out the Hall of Fame ballots and mail them to us with like official official uh, postmarks <laughs> and shit, like that would be great. Okay, I'd feel good. I get. I mean. Let's be honest. There's got to be at least 50 people who do that every year and think that's how it works. It just nails <laughs> yeah. the Hall of Fame. <laughs> that's <ballot>. great. <laughs> yeah, they really care about my opinions at the Hall. That's of Fame. right. I'm mm-hmm. doing my due diligence. Mm-hmm. Some of you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right. Exactly. All right. Next we'll week's the Hall of Fame episode. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. We out. <laughs>